Hello out there! It's time for the Hockey Minute, your source for all of today's hockey news with some opinion. Strap in for the fastest news in the NHL. This episode is proudly brought to you by fucking nobody. We don't have any sponsors. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon and Ryan. And here we are. Welcome back to another edition of the Hockey Minute. I am your host, Brandon. With me, as always, my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, we got our first piece of, I don't know if I call it fan mail or hate mail, but we got our first piece of mail, oh. so very excited about that. Uh-oh. <laughs> would you uh, would you care to fill us in, or are we going to save that for later? No, we can get into it right now. Uh, we, we did... Uh, have some feedback from our episode. Your comments on Henrik Lundqvist have upset a lot of people about his hairline. Uh-oh. So I'm going to read a text I got from my coworker Greg. And Greg sent me this message. He says, what's this guy talking about with the, uh, the hairline? I said, oh, he's, my co-host Brandon says his hairline's crooked. Uh, Greg texts me back, haha, um, wow, OCD. His ha- perfectly symmetrical bone structure more than compensates. <laughs> you can let your audience know that your connection to the homo community has spoken and decided on this matter. And then sent me a, <laughs> a, a, a gif or a gif of uh, a minion drop in the mic. So shout out to Greg. And uh, so there you go. You've upset the gay community with your comments about Henrik Lundqvist. And um, oh, no. so we're yeah we're off to a great start on this uh, in this podcast here. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's see who we can piss off uh, this this time around. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, get into our news blast. So Andre Markov is calling it quits after 990 games and 41 years old. <clears throat> Dominic Hasek may be running for president. Dustin Bufflin leaves 14 million on the table as he and the Winnipeg Jets have agreed to a mutual contract termination. Marco Scandella signed a four-year, $3.2 million deal for the St. Louis Blues. Bill Peters was hired in the KHL by the automobilist in uh, Yekken Terenberg. Butchered that. Nigel Dawes chose not to re-sign there. And Cal Peterson drinks cereal like a psychopath. Now, on with the show. So, Ryan, what, what do you want to touch on first here? Do you want to go into the Andre Markov retirement? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> Shout out to Andre Markov, 990 games. I do feel kind of bad for him because he was trying to come back to Montreal. Yep. And it just, it seemed like they didn't even, I don't know the history with Bergevin, but I believe he would have played a thousand games all with Montreal had he hit that mark. I don't think he's ever played anywhere else. I don't think he pulled a Cabrera and, and went on a cup run anywhere else. So it does kind of suck, but at the same time, like if you go back and you watch the early days of PK Subban, PK was, uh, was flying around just doing his thing. And Markov was just the steady presence on the blue line. So, uh, I think he said he's 41 years old. Like yeah. he's, he's gonna, he's gonna retire. He's probably got a lovely life back in Russia somewhere. And, uh, congrats to him, 990 games. And I don't ever really recall, hearing uh, he's sort of a Sergei Zubov like he's he's in it he's a, he was a very good defenseman for a long time yeah we just didn't hear a whole lot about him but in Montreal he's revered oh I, I mean absolutely I'm just looking at his career numbers here I mean 990 games played like we said but 572 career points so he's over half a point a game as a defenseman which is like phenomenal for a, a career that's run that long right I mean he's had a, a 50 point season a, a 64 point season 58 points like he's he was a, a phenomenal defenseman for Montreal for a long time despite maybe not getting the uh, the accolades of a PK Subban 
Yeah, yeah. So good for him, and who knows? He'll probably take up coaching or something like that, and, and keep in the game somehow. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, when when you first heard that Dominic Hasek may be running for office in his home country, what did you think? Oh man, I so th- I don't know what his experience is like. People were saying, "Oh, it's uh, another Donald Trump situation." Well, Donald Trump at least had businesses. We don't need to get into the the politics here, but. If Dominic Hasek has been kind of just sitting around and then <laughs> just kind of woke up the other day and was like, "I'm going to run for office," uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I, you know, we'll hear more about this story if it if it takes off and gets legs. Uh, is it going to be something that may happen? I mean, we do talk about celebrities. Uh, you know, here in Canada, if Wayne Gretzky decided to run for prime minister. Uh, he might win. I mean, he's he's a hero. And yep. maybe, you know, so for Hasek, uh, I have no idea what his policies are. I have nothing, no no knowledge on his politics at all. But I don't know, man. Do you, I mean, the, the jokes write themselves, though. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> there's got to be something about just, you know, he's the, 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 the dominator. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, buddy, I just, I mean, I don't know if he knows what his policies are. I Obviously, I, I don't follow the, the Czech uh, federal politics scene closely or at all. I'm, but, I'm shocked. Yeah, exactly. But I just, I don't know. It's This is just a funny thing that uh, is taking my, my mind off of uh, other heavier topics. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it because I think it's hilarious, but I'm not sure if it's serious or not. But uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's we'll, we'll keep an eye on it going forward. Who knows? Maybe we'll be making a make check great again 2022 hats or something. <laughs> so what, Dustin Bufflin and the, the Winnipeg Jets have agreed to a mutual contract termination. As, as I said earlier, $14 million is what Bufflin left on the table. I think it's fair to say that uh, there's 30 other teams that would want to sign Bufflin uh, for whatever freight he's going to ask. Uh, who do you see as kind of the, the top contenders for the Dustin Bufflin sweepstakes come the following season? Well, the first thing we need to know is what his goals are. And he walked away, I, I've, I believe it was $17 million that he, he stepped away from. It might have been around that number, but... 14, yeah. 14, okay. So yeah. the question becomes, what is his goal here? Because let's face it, Dustin Bufflin, he's in his mid-30s. He's always been the kind of guy that in the, in the you know in the summer he wants to just do his own thing he's got a stanley cup he's made his money uh he's got a family like i kind of wondered i, I believe he's a minnesota native and mm-hmm. i kind of thought maybe he wants to just retire go back to minnesota raise his family if the wild come knocking for a contract maybe he goes and plays but this isn't a chris chelios type of guy that wants to play he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that wants to play forever and I kind of wonder if we've seen the last of, of Dustin Bufflin. Uh, if he, I mean, you said it yourself, 30 teams would be coming, knocking on the door. And if he wants to play somewhere, I believe that he'll he'll get a contract somewhere. But I'm just curious to know if he even wants to. Uh, I, I kind of wonder if the body just isn't holding up. And he's walking away from this money, and I respect that a lot because a lot of guys in that situation may not. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, you look at Bufflin's career earnings. I think it's either sixty-six or sixty-eight million. So, I mean, for us, fourteen million is obviously <laughs> that's that's a lot of cheddar. But for for him, he's probably like, ah, I've already got a yacht or whatever the hell he wants. It's like, do I really need the stress or the pressures? Of, it's just a fishing boat. That's man. it. That, he probably just wants a canoe that can hold his weight. So that's a big canoe, but still just a canoe. 
But yeah, when it comes to his his future, yeah. I, I think you got it spot on. Like it's just a matter of his own personal motivations. I mean, for me, I, I wonder if part of it for him wasn't the pressures of playing in Winnipeg. Uh, obviously, he's a, a, a cult hero there, but he's obviously a guy that likes to play it low key. If he could get in with a Florida, a Tampa, a Columbus, something like that, where he's he's maybe going to be making similar money, but being able to show up and flip flops. I mean, I could I could certainly see that being a possibility if Tampa could try and find a way to fit him under the cap for a three or four million dollar cap hit just for a shot at the cup i can totally see that happening yeah yeah i mean it'll be interesting he definitely as of this recording anyways there's been no no word on if he's retiring and he easily becomes a top three or four free agent this upcoming summer yeah i mean like we kind of said in the intro to this i just i can't imagine any team saying no if if dustin bufflin's agent showed up and said hey he really wants to come to your team i mean He'd step onto the Canucks and be their first or second best D-man. I think that's pretty ubiquitous across the league. There's not many places that he wouldn't be, you know, at least a top three D-man. So uh, we'll definitely be interested going forward. Okay, so moving on to Marco Scandella, who just signed a four-year, $3.2 million deal with the St. Louis Blues. Do you think this is signaling the end of Petrangelo's time there? Well, first of all, good for Marco Scandella. I mean, you're getting a four-year deal at his age, decent money, and... There's no real expectation. You've got uh, some pretty good defensemen in front of you. I think it's going to be tough for Petrangelo to stay. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. Petrangelo is in a position much like Braden Holpe. He's he's an upcoming UFA. He's got his cup. This is the chance for him at his age. He's never going to get another big payday in his life. So as much as I'm sure if he can if he can make nine nine and a half million dollars with St. Louis. He takes it. I'm, I'm pretty positive about that. But if St. Louis comes to him and says, "Listen, we we, we you know we can only afford seven and a half to eight, I don't know why he would take that. I think a right hand shot defenseman who's still in the prime of his career skates well, uh, moves the puck really well. This is the chance for him to to secure his family financially and and probably <laughs> the next two or three generations. Yeah. And so so I think he takes it. I, it's the other thing too is they they signed Justin Falk they traded for him in the offseason or right before the season began I think and they immediately signed him to like a five or six year deal so uh, it's it's to me I feel like it's the end of Petrangelo uh for a weird reason I have no affinity to St. Louis but I kind of hope this isn't the end yeah because I think after all if, you know after all he's done and, and if like if the season ended right if if the season's done it's like he never got that that send-off that you sometimes see with with players uh, for their home team. So hopefully uh, he at least gets that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I completely associate him with the Blues. It would just feel weird to to see him go somewhere else. And obviously this is going to be his big payday. He's only making $5 million right now, which is insane for the type of player that he is. So obviously he's due for a big raise. But at the same time, I, I hope St. Louis can find a way to do it. I mean, they're just, uh, I, I like their style, kind of an underdog, gritty team. So, uh Hopefully they can keep it together. So moving on to, to Bill Peters, and this is going to be, this is kind of a, a, a contentious one, right? I mean, he's he's hired by a, a team in the KHL, the Automobilist in Yekaterinburg. I, I nailed that fucking 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Dawes, who was, who was their, kind of their, their leading uh, import player last year, chose not to, to re-sign after Bill Peters' uh was was hired there uh, how do you see this situation 
Well, first of all, Nigel Dawes, yeah, he's a, he's a legend in the KHL. His career numbers, I think, is he's the all-time yep. leading scorer for imports. Uh, it's, it is contentious because, from what I've heard, Pavel Datsuk was the one that said we need to, to bring Bill Peters over. Pavel Datsuk is more of a legend in Russia than Nigel Dawes, so you're going to make your star player happy. And Dawes was a free agent anyways. Like, his contract was expiring. It's not that he quit the team necessarily. I I saw some reports that that was the case. But I guess where I stand on this is Bill Peters, what he said, there's no place for that in in life in general, let alone in hockey. It It also happened 10 years ago, and... In my opinion, everyone deserves a second chance, right? It's it's something that, like, when that story broke in Calgary, um, Calgary's got a young defenseman, Oliver Shillington, and and he's black, and he was asked point blank, you know, did you ever experience anything like that playing with or playing under Bill Peters? And he said, absolutely not. You know, he seemed really surprised that Bill Peters uh, that the story had broke and uh, was was proven. Does Bill Peters have some skeletons in the closet? Yeah. Does he deserve a second chance? Yeah. And it probably won't be in the NHL. No. But he he was a good coach in Carolina. He was a decent coach in Calgary. And in my opinion, and again, people might disagree with me on this, but for, for the last 10 years, we haven't heard anything, right? There's been no stories come out about him continuing that pattern of behavior. And, and you know, it's possible, right? People change as they get older. So... I think it's a, I think it's the right thing to give him that second chance. I just personally, I, I'm glad it's in Russia and not the NHL. Yeah, yeah, and I, I really, I think you're right. I don't think Bill Peters is ever going to see the light of day in the NHL again. I'd be surprised to even see him hit the AHL. Um, I totally agree. Everybody deserves a second chance, but I also agree with with Nigel Dawes that he's in the right to to not resign there. I mean, I don't think anybody's really in the wrong. It's just. Uh, I mean, I, I understand that everybody deserves a second chance and to work forward, but at the same time, your actions have consequences. And even though he may have kind of turned a new leaf, uh, I mean, he's going to wear that around his neck forever, right? Uh, for the rest of his coaching career, he's going to be that guy. Yeah, and I, I, I should clarify too. Like, I'm not saying Nigel Dawes is in the wrong for leaving. I totally get why he's saying I'm. I'm just not going to sign here. Right. If you're bringing this guy in, I'm. I'm going to leave. Yeah. I just, you know. It, yeah, it sucks for Nigel Dawes because I'm, I'm sure he really enjoyed playing there. And he, <laughs> nice thing for him is that he's the best import player the league's ever seen. So I'm sure he'll get scooped up. But yeah, it's it's a messy situation. And I don't think there's really any clear cut. You know, is this a good move? Yes or no? Yeah, it'll be definitely be something to follow uh, moving forward. I'm I'm curious to see if this is kind of the first step of Bill Peters' redemption tour, or if this is where he's just going to go hide for the rest of his career. First, first test for him is just going to be, can you spell the friggin' team name? Oh, buddy, if he has to say that at any point, he's toast, because that's, that's <laughs> fucking brutal. <laughs> All right, so Cal Peterson drinks cereal like a psychopath. I'm just going to read you a, a, a little quote here about his breakfast routine. He says, I go get the bowl, put in the spoon, throw in the milk, throw in the cereal, throw a straw in. Drink the milk, and then eat the cereal with the spoon that's a little bit soggy. What the fuck? (laughs) Who eats cereal like that? Cal Peterson, this is the type of, like, first of all, what's the context of the question? Like, that's how 
bad this quarantine's got. <laughs> Second of all, this is the kind of stuff that you just make up an answer. Like, like if somebody asked me and I had a weird routine with my cereal, like you, the standard answer, if you're a little bit weird, is you go, oh, I dump the milk in first and then I put the cereal in after. That's weird to me. Yeah, that is very weird. Cal Peterson's taken this to like Ed Gain level how I eat my cereal with this routine and being a goalie, like, you know, that that straw gets reused. Too. That's <laughs> this isn't this, this isn't a plastic straw that he bought a pack of a hundred for a dollar at the dollar store. Like this is his special yeah, straw. Oh yeah, this is game day and straw. So yeah, like it gets washed in the dishwasher <laughs> and then reused. This is the type of shit cat. Like, LA fans, I'm sure when they read this quote, they're like, we're going to relocate our ECHL team to the most remote part of none of it. And we're going to bury this guy so that he's not a menace to society, to a major city in the United States, because that is a level of eating cereal. Like, how do you even get into that? Like, at what point do you go, I'm going to switch things up from the normal, hey, we'll we'll put the Fruit Loops in the bowl and dump some milk over it to now developing like a nine-step procedure to how to eat cereal. That's a that's a, a an evolution, a, like a gateway story that needs to be discovered. I'm sure there's an investigative journalist who's out there who's doing nothing for Corona, so let's see if we can get them put to use here. Like, oh my God, we, we should have him on. And I don't want to talk about his hockey career. I just want to be like, let's go back to when you were like seven years old and you were like, oh, this is a way oh. to do things. Like, like, did his parents put this on him? We should be looking into his parents. Because if He's doing this. Call child services. I know he's a thirty-year-old man, but let's let's see if we can get them locked up for whatever crime they committed. Yeah, like if he's like twenty-two and he's like, I'm going to try it this way. Like, okay, then yeah, you deserve all the heat <laughs> that you're going to get from this routine. But it, I mean, if he says, "Well, I was six years old. My my dad taught me how." Like, okay, I'll give him a little bit of slack. But yeah, I read that quote and I was I had to sit down after reading <laughs> that quote just to like absorb the news. And I was thinking in my head, I'm so glad he doesn't play for my team. So here's here's the, the the big question: Did you try it? <laughs> no, because I'm not. <laughs> no. Well, first of all, I don't have a straw. <laughs> but second of all, <laughs> just no. That's the most weirdest thing I've ever like. Like I say, like sometimes, yeah, guys say, "Oh, yeah, no, I just yeah, I I, I leave the the cereal in the milk and I let it kind of you know, if, especially if it's like Reese Puffs and you kind of let the the chocolate and the peanut butter coating get into the milk and then you drink the milk straight." But, I mean, we're talking getting a straw involved and sucking out the milk and then eating. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, Cal Peterson? Oh. oh, that's perfect. If anybody out there has any weirder cereal consumption habits, we'd love to hear it. Please, please send them in. Uh, other than that, I think that's going to do it for us here on the Hockey Minute. From Ryan and Brandon, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, and guys, just quickly, uh, check us out on social media at The Hockey Minute. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Leave us comments on how you eat your cereal because we are now just, this is now going to be a cereal eating analyst podcast. We'd like to take a second and thank you, the listener, for joining us. And a big thanks goes to our writers and production team, Jules, Mark, and Matt. We couldn't do this without you. That's going to do it for us. This is Brandon and Ryan. We'll talk to you next time on The Hockey Minute. Yeah, that'll do for now.